Hey, I'm Ramya, and this is the Charlotte Storytellers Podcast. We're a storytelling group that meets every week in Charlotte, North Carolina, to play silly improv games and workshop stories on a theme. Today's podcast is brought to you by Nick. Growing up, kind of when I was in Boy Scouts and when we go on camping trips, we would always like want to tell stories on a campfire, you know, like the classic scary stories, but yet also like, you know, personal ones to where you can like learn lessons behind it. And I've always been fascinated kind of with where people come from and kind of how they came to be. And so I was on a friend trip with one of my friends, Chloe, and I have a been listening trip. a friend trip, <laughs> friendcation okay. with my friend Chloe and two of my friends, Ethan and Lee. Cool. And uh, we were driving back. And I told her how I had really gotten into some of these like storytelling podcasts, you know, like The Moth, Risk, so on and so forth. And she was like, well, have you heard of the Charlotte Storytellers? And I was like, I have not. (laughs) And I was shocked that I hadn't. And so she told me that she had attended one of your um, showcases. I believe the theme was like trash or something like that. Oh, yeah, the Story Slam. The Story Slam, yeah. 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 And how for like entry, you either paid the entry fee or you had to bring a piece of trash to recycle. And I was like, well, this sounds like a great group of people. I want to meet them. And so, you know, I looked on Facebook. How mistaken you were. (laughs) I was not prepared. (laughs) For how sucky these people are. (laughs) No, it was, I, so I, I looked at the group and I was like, wow, there's like, 800, like a thousand people on this Facebook group. And so I joined it. I saw it there. Y'all meet every Monday. And, you know, I, I forget what the theme was exactly, but I, you know, I, I went to the, I went to the meeting and I wasn't prepared. I didn't know that there were going to be improv type activities. And so yeah. that was a nice, you know, little surprise. Um, I hadn't done improv activities in a very long time. So that was a nice little, you know, warm up. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, then, we get a lot of feedback that those need to be improved activities. <laughs> Improve <laughs> on the improv. Um, but no, it was, uh, and then when we opened up to storytelling, you know, the first person I talked to there was Ben and, mm. you know, I told him that I had a story prepared and yeah. And I shared my very first meeting and a little intimidating, but once I realized that how open and honest everybody was, uh, it was a lot easier than I expected it to be. Cool. Yeah. What was intimidating about that first meeting? Um, mainly the sheer number of people. I didn't know how big the meetings and groups were. Um, at first, when I first saw like the 800 people on Facebook on the Charlotte Storytellers group, I was like, oh shit, this yeah. is... I don't know where that number comes from. It's like <laughs> definitely not that big. <laughs> no. <laughs> but then there, I think there was a good like 20, almost 30 people if I remember correctly. And I was like, whoa, this is, this is a little crazy. But it was, um, you know, we did some of the warm-ups, you know, we got to know everybody's name yeah. and just kind of, you know, relax and get comfortable with everybody. And it was mainly just a sheer number that I was for sure, for a little sure. intimidated by. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your story today about? So this is about the time in the fourth grade where I forged my mother's signature. <laughs> so growing up, I always considered myself a good and well-behaved kid. I avoided conflict and I was a category five people pleaser. When I was in trouble, I wasn't ever actually in trouble except for this one time. Uh, the one time I got caught by the three worst adults I could have ever gotten caught by. And those, that was my teacher and both of my parents. 
I was in the fourth grade and I was in the French immersion program in Charlotte, North Carolina. Basically what that means is from kindergarten to fifth grade, we learned everything in French, math, science, history, all the core classes with an English class here and there. My teacher, Mr. Malley, was one of my favorite teachers of all time. He still is. And, you know, he was always quick with a joke, but when it was time to be serious, he was very serious about it. Overall, I enjoyed school, but I was never the best test taker as far <laughs> as I can remember. Um, I always attended class, paid attention, took notes, I studied, the whole nine. But when it came to test time, drew a blank slate. After a slew of nearly failed and failed tests, I hit the coup de gras. I got a horrible 40%. <laughs> it was it was bad. Now, a rule most of my teachers had was that whenever we got our graded test back, each student had to take it home, review it with their parents, get them to sign it, and return it the next day. I was not going to take this 40% test home. <laughs> I refused. My good kid street cred was already running thin, and this would completely tarnish it. So I devised a plan, a plan to keep my parents ignorant of my failed test, get that signature, and get that test, and keep Mr. Malley happy. It was a three-step plan that I had devised. Step one, I hid my test before I went home, and when my parents asked me about it, I told them that I hadn't gotten it back yet and that I would bring it home and it was graded. Step one, check. That was easy. Step two, the next day I arrived at school, hid behind my desk, grabbed a pencil, took my test out, and used my infallible fourth grade knowledge and recall to write down my mother's signature, which was much easier to send than my dad's was. <laughs> I wrote down her signature, admired my handiwork. Nah, something's missing. So I erased it, wrote it down again, and it's still missing something. Oh, no. Erased it, and I wrote it down one last time. <laughs> Perfect. Now it was going to the final step. I walked up to Mr. Malley's desk and handed him the test, looked at the signature, and looked back up at me and asked, did your mother sign this test? Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, she did. Mr. Malley looks down again. Looks back up at me. Want to try that again? <laughs> yes. A little bit nervously, she, she signed the test. I got chewed out, of course, but I'll just do better next time. I learned my lesson. He then, without saying a word, pulls out his phone, flips my name on the contact sheet, points down to the contact sheet and says to me, you don't mind if I call your mother and just make sure she signed it for you. <laughs> mission abort mission abort this isn't working i completely completely caved uh, i admitted to everything i was absolutely mortified at the thought of how much shit i was going to be in <laughs> um mr malley the evil genius he was sat me down at his desk composed an email and told me to type i signed your name on my test and lied about it oh. he then sealed my fate by making me click send. <laughs> when I got home that day, I walked in the door and saw both of my parents sitting at the dining room table. That was when I received the worst chewing out of my young, good kid life. <laughs> I, I, I found out later um, 
that my parents thought this whole situation was absolutely hysterical. <laughs> uh, this, they, they knew the moment I walked in, I had already learned my lesson, but they had to do the good parent thing. Um, but that wasn't the worst of the punishment. Normally it was, but this time I'd have hit a new level. Uh, my parents got very creative. Back then I was participating in two extracurricular activities. I was in karate and I was in Boy Scouts. My parents gave me the choice of quitting one and I decided to choose karate. And it felt like for about six months, I had to attend my brother's karate classes and watch him have all the fun. <laughs> but wait, that wasn't all. <laughs> my wonderful parents gave me this book titled The Children's Book of Virtues, <laughs> which is just a, it's a variety of short stories with valuable lessons behind them. And I had to read each story, write an essay on it, and go over it with my parents. And if, I wasn't mis- if I'm not mistaken, I had to do that a couple times over just to make sure it got ingrained into my mind that I learned that lesson. Uh, I eventually gained my parents' trust back. I was able to go back to karate. And that was my whole lesson behind signing my mom's signature. <laughs> um, but I guess looking back at it, I sometimes ask myself, Nick, did you learn your lesson? You know what? I absolutely did. I never forced a signature again. I turned in my test, failed or not, handled my punishment in stride if I failed, and for a long time became painfully honest with my parents. (laughs) Everything I did, I would tell them. Which, looking back, I guess was my punishment for my parents. (laughs) Yeah. I actually didn't. That happened until I was till about in college. Wow. I'm not being the painfully honest type. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. That's a lot to tell your parents. Yeah. It is. <laughs> By all means, like, of course, I wouldn't tell them certain things, just of course, but um, majority of the time I would tell them the truth and, you know, whether Why they liked it or not. Why did you feel compelled to do that? Um, well, you know, I, I was a good kid and you know i knew i was in trouble if i even got a look Mm. just i would get that you know that parent look that like you're in deep (laughs) shit and i'd have already learned my lesson like i didn't need a timeout no grounding any sort of punishment really yeah but except that look and you know i knew that i had gone over a line by signing that signature literally literally Erased it, went over that line again, erased it again, and went over it one last time. <laughs> I still can't believe I used a pencil. So, <laughs> um, But I think it was just because of that. Oh, young, innocent Nick. <laughs> I know. So much to learn. <laughs> That's really funny. How oh, yeah. does it feel to you to disappoint your parents? Um, it's more, It was mortifying. And it still is, like, if I ever, whenever I do. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's not the best feeling in the world. I, I think whether you're, you're a good, like whether you're a good kid or not, I think you're supposed to, everybody has that sort of respect and not wanting to disappoint parents. I mean, and at least for me, whenever I did, it was one of the worst things for me to ever go through. It's like your world crumbles. Exactly. You know, the most terrible person in the world. (laughs) 
And, you like, know, and, it's literally and, their job to love you. Exactly. And the one of the worst things, and I think a lot of people can attest to it, is that, you know, the classic parent line, I'm not mad at you. I'm Oof. disappointed. And it killed me every time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the fact of the matter is, is that I think my parents were both mad and disappointed mm. at the same time with that. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. 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 <laughs> How did it feel to be a good student, but a bad test taker? Um, I think it went to, again, like disappointing my teachers just because, yeah. you know, I would attend class every day and I would take notes. They would see me paying attention and it, seeing that failed test, I think would both give them and even myself just kind of, I can do better and I don't know how to fix it because right. I would try a bunch of these variety of different uh, not test taking skills, but like studying skills, like, you know, visually and then try writing everything down multiple times. And, you know, it's, I don't know. It's, it was, it was rough for a while to be the student to attend class every day and still not do well. Yeah. To be trying so hard. And, and yet, and seeing those, my classmates, like barely paying attention in class and then test time, ace it every Get time. It <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was, it would be horrible to like ask for, for, for their advice. Like, how do you do it? How do you study? And they were like, I don't study. Like, <laughs> like, that doesn't help you me. So <laughs> <laughs> You're basically the worst person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> no help whatsoever. Yeah. But, Tests are frustrating. Cause it's, um, you know, some people just don't take to them. Exactly. And I don't know what the deal is. I mean, I feel like I would always do better when it came to written tests, you know, essay type questions, but multiple choice was always a little bit difficult for myself. Yeah. Um, just, you know, enter A, B, C, and D and A seems correct. And yet C seems correct. Right. So. Right. And um, then like, yeah, you reason with yourself. Well, like if you look at it this way, like maybe one could say this, you know, and that could happen. And exactly. What? They're all correct. Right? Exactly. Right. <laughs> I'm definitely overthinking this. <laughs> also, there's only two minutes left of this test. Right. <laughs> Stressful. <laughs> all those different pressures. It's really great. Speaking of pressures, um, your the way you describe the story, like the strength of the memory of having Mr. Mally. Mally. Mm-hmm. I was going to call him Mr. Miles. <laughs> Americanized his name. Well, it, he, he shortened it. His real name is Mr. Mally Janowski. Ooh. And he shortened it down to Mr. Mally because, you know. American kids. Makes life a little bit easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did it feel when Mr. Mally Janowski, um, <laughs> like how it felt when he made you open the email and type in all this stuff? All of that seems like it's super vivid in your oh. memory. It's like, like you are taking us back there. Yeah. With like kid Nick getting totally it- reamed. It was, um, again, like another, the only word I'm really describe, like I can describe it as is just mortifying. I mean, luckily there wasn't many, there weren't many of my classmates in the room because that would just would have made things even worse. Just Oof, ooh, yeah. why is Nick sitting at the computer? <laughs> what, what What's with that face? And, you know, um, I, th- I think sitting down and just, it, it all seemed to have gone in slow motion mm. and the rest of the day went by like in five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I knew I had to suffer through the rest of that day because I clicked send in the morning (laughs) and that she would, she would get it like literally two (laughs) minutes later. And it was just one of the worst things. I don't remember much of the rest of the day 
besides walking in the door. Yeah. Like the rest of the class and school day, I right. remember nothing of it. Just. <laughs> but I'm sure that anxiety must have been like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I blocked out at some point, like sitting, getting up from the desk, going back to my desk and then him starting class like nothing had gone yeah. wrong. Yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. I really, I also, you kind of um show that in the story a little bit when you go into like the three steps like all of the the plans that you had mm -hmm. and then the it's so action-packed the next part you definitely bring out that sense of um this is a very concentrated moment mm -hmm. in like an otherwise like nothing else matters in this day i can just shoot kind of like a uh, mission impossible type deal like <laughs> i've never done something like this before but i can pull it off yeah and you know i i kind of like went with the from what I remember, I kind of went with the flow of it. I had the general idea of like, of course, I'm going to hide my test. I'm going to, of course, tell my parents that I haven't gotten the test and that I'll bring it back once it's graded. And the the first that the first part was simple. I mean, just playing ignorant, but yeah, then yeah. <laughs> you know, signing it and then turning it in to the teacher was the worst. Worst yeah <laughs> it's funny it's funny that you laid out like three steps but the third step is obviously so ill thought out like you signed oh. in pencil and you erased oh, yeah. the signature <laughs> That's really funny. i have never looking back at it it was such a mistake on my part to do it with pencil <laughs> was, yeah <laughs> what made your parents decide to send you to a french immersion school um you know i'm not sure i the first couple weeks of kindergarten in French immersion, well, I kind of resented them for a little while just because I had just grasped the English language and then they're throwing me into a whole different yeah. other language. But um, no, I'm not sure. I think they wanted me to kind of learn more about the world and just about a different culture and language and way of life just because throughout my French immersion you know, career, I learned not just the language, I also learned the different countries that speak mm. French and how they live and what the different, um, kind of accents Accents and cultures and, and yeah, yeah. Exactly. Nuances. And I think they wanted me to learn that. And I, middle school, I went to a language immersion where they, you know, taught French, German, Japanese, Chinese, Spanish, a bunch of different languages. And I think it's now Waddell. But it was cool seeing all interacting with all those different students yeah. and just seeing like, oh, you learned this, I learned that. Oh, these words are similar, these words aren't, and it was just a fascinating thing. And I thank him every day for it. That's super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you think that's influenced your perspective on the world now? Um, that's a really good question. It has, for one, inspired me to want to travel a lot more and just kind of see the rest of the world and how people interact with each other and how all it takes to get along is just a little bit of communication and respect. And I want to respect the languages and the cultures and the people and want to be able to see all of that. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like it's opened my eyes a whole lot more to what's possible and what um, everyone can do. I mean, all it takes is just, a plane ticket and an open mind. Yeah. Yeah. Some more friendcations. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can find the storytellers on Twitter or Instagram under at CLT Storytellers. That's it. 
Thanks for listening in today. Special thanks to Ben Rose for composing the sweet intro beats. <laughs>